0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver.
1: This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour.
1: Good afternoon, Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your Radio Happy Hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Don't forget, though, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. You can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch Good Things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV and go ahead and confess how many are wearing shorts today when you Started out this beautiful week in Mississippi with probably scarves on, or at least a, a heavier I jacket.
2: Quite scarf weather, but
1: well, it could be for some. For some, it got pretty chilly. Okay, at least a jacket. You at least had on a jacket. You purposely wore a jacket Monday or Tuesday if you had to be somewhere before ten o'clock. Fair.
2: I mean, I had a sweater on. You don't Monday count. Morning.
1: Okay, you had a sweater. Okay, you but can't. I was
2: wearing shorts.
1: Still, though, you at least put on a sweater and then what that was like Monday or Tuesday and then now we're Friday and we're back in summer, like pretty much like it's pretty warm out there now. I mean, it's it's in the mid 80s. So if it is a okay to be in flip flop shorts and a T-shirt for sure. And there may be you may be the one that was like, nope, my closet has been shifted. So by now, you're walking out to do either afternoon errands or pick up some light lunch or pick up the kids from school or whatever you may be doing, thinking to yourself, should have went a little lighter with my layers today or wish I would have worn more layers to be able to, to take off. So we are definitely in that light strange. You can go through two seasons in one day kind of weather here in Mississippi. And so I think we're looking forward to a warmer weekend also, I think, as well. So just if you're going out to your pumpkin patches and all things fun. Just know you're going to look like you're getting pumpkins off the beach because it's going to be warm. There won't be any fall clothes or flannel in any of your pumpkin patch photos uh, coming up this weekend. But all, hey, at least, at least it's good weather out there. We tell you all the time that you should keep up with us over on the Good Things Facebook group. We mean it because we share great headlines uh, that are happening in our state there. So if you're on the Book of Faces, take a little time today. Go. Enter in the search bar, good things with. Rebecca Turner will pop up. Click join. Rhino or I will let you in to the ever-growing family we've got there. And I love seeing that sports for girls are growing within our state, too. You might catch the headline um, that I just posted there earlier today that Meridian Community College announced this afternoon the school is adding volleyball as a new program in the athletics department. Now, I'm not very familiar with how... I guess broad volleyball is in terms of the collegiate level. I only sort of see it taking off in the high school level for for young girls, and the um, I guess the tournament style outside of the high school area is really picking up steam too. Is this just being another sport for young ladies to um, I guess grow and try out and get better at, and hopefully you know get scholarships, be able to go on to that. Fulfill the dream of maybe going on to the next level um, after after high school. I'm sure that our state, Ole Miss, southern, have volleyball teams. That may oh, not yeah. be. I was like, I, I think they do, but I don't know if at the junior college level, if that has kind of made its dent yet. But that obviously, I don't know about. Obviously, they got somebody out there to play, so <laughs> they ain't gonna be playing themselves. Well,
2: it's it's an alternative if you are. Advantaged with height, and you don't necessarily want to play basketball, but you want to play a team sport, volleyball is a great alternative. Because it does help if you're a little bit taller.
1: It does help. Um, you're right in that way. If you're coordinated and hand eye coordination, I just think it's cool. It's just something else. Like you got other options. So then you can spread the fun out in terms of girl or girls and guys. Anytime there's a new sport that kind of starts to pick up steam that provides an opportunity for folks to have the ability to be on team sports and grow and excel. And it doesn't, so then you don't just get saturated in one or two um, in an area where, you know, good and bad things come from when there's few things to choose from when it comes to kids and parents. But um, I'm excited for them. Usually in the Olympics, though, like I know volleyball, but it's usually a beach volleyball, right? Like, I mean, it's, I think they have both. Do they have team? Like, I mean, a big team? Oh, yeah. And it's it's the big team it's usually usually in the six court. on
2: six on a court and then beach volleyball is usually two on two on the
1: right. Right. Okay so the and I their their names are skipping me but like I could see them the two famous ones the one with the braid and they all you know volleyball beach volleyballers always have like you wouldn't call them farmer's tans because they're not farmers and they're not like the cup but they always have the, athlete tans they're athlete. I always had the strangest tan lines <laughs> that are very prominent like you've earned those for not just a week at the beach you like that is that is now your face with the goggles and all the things but um so maybe you never know that that may lead into other opportunities for them to switch over to do doubles or, I guess, move on to up, up the ladder. I would be awful at volleyball. I am awful at volleyball. Awful. I've tried, tried, at least on the beach. So hats off to those girls. Oh, yeah. Beach
2: volleyball is intense.
1: Dive and do and hit. And- because
2: it's easier to dive for a dig on sand than it is on hardwood court. But... There's only two of you. So it's a lot of getting up, moving around, and, yeah, it's it's exhausting.
1: Agreed. Totally agreed. What else is exhausting is all the things to do for Halloween coming up. There's things everywhere. There's the pumpkin patches. There are all the things. But in the Good Things Facebook group, I did post Visit Mississippi's list of some of the scariest or favorite haunting sites within our state. I'd love to know if maybe these are some of in your hometowns, or you can let us know the scariest spots where, I guess, the cool kids go, or to at least hear about growing up in your area or the neck of the woods 601-879-4395 you know Natchez is right on the top list of anything of that way I know they've got their balloon festival going on this weekend but I'm sure if you're headed out that way there's also um, cemetery tours and things to pop off on you got the Natchez City Cemetery it's home to the peculiar grave of Florence Irene Ford she passed away of yellow fever in 1871 at the tender age of 10 and she was terrified of thunderstorms and would run to her mother for comfort which many of our kids do a fact that which led her mother to request a quite unique grave at the cemetery so she's got the ones that got the steps that are leading down to the glass window now covered um, by concrete which allow The grieving mother to descend six feet to be with her uh, daughter. She would sing songs, read stories every time there was a a thunderstorm. I think we can all get a little tug of that in different directions. One sad. No, that's kind of creepy. And it's really strange to see if you've never – you think – because, I mean, there's that weird – like when you you lay someone to rest, wondering what it would be like to have the – to be able just to go and sort of see. But I guess – Because they also built kind of – it had to be kind of like a a mini tomb to be able to even withstand the structure of the glass to be able to see. So that's not how most get laid to rest to begin with unless you're, I guess, in Egypt. Anybody else bury folks in like tomb-like places, Rhino, other than Egyptians? I mean, mausoleums
2: are extremely popular in places that have a high population density Mm -hmm. because there's only so much land. Um, I mean, even in New Orleans, because of the way the, the water level is, because they're below sea level.
1: They're on top. They, they
2: have to, to bury theirs in tombs and mausoleums above ground.
1: So that would be sort of the same. But I guess underneath where it's like you you create, it's like a house underground to then lay the past. is kind of unique to Egyptians and obviously to Natchez. But I'm sure – It's probably happened in in some other capacity. Creepy Crossing, Stucky's Bridge in southwest of Meridian, located 12 miles southwest of Meridian. Never heard of it. It is a dilapidated, truss style bridge crossing the Chunky River. So that means don't take your car across it, guys. You probably can't. You probably have to get there by foot. I'm not sure. According to the local legends, Old Man Stucky, a member of the infamous Dalton Gang, would lure travelers to his nearby inn where the guest would be robbed, sadly, murdered, and then buried in shallow riverside graves. So authorities eventually called up with Stucky Good. And then um, I guess they hung him from the bridge, taught him a lesson, huh? Which he reportedly haunts to this day. And the bridge was featured on the Travel Channel's most terrifying places in America in 2018. So not going to be somewhere you going to catch me after dark. But I feel like that's probably one of those. If you grew up in that area, Southwest uh, or around Meridian, that at some point in your teenage years, there was car rides and walks out there and ex- exploration and testing your metal. Testing your metal and then probably a lot of tears and squealing and running back to the car or truck that you would never tell anybody else about but just tell us about it. just what your friends here on good things but stick with us we got more for you coming up next to good things don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm we're also streaming from your supertalk mississippi app and you can also find us on your local supertalk mississippi radio station and you can find middays with jarred gibbert he will be at the com universe universe i get it wrong every time in columbus on wednesday just tune in you figure out where he's at they'll be promoting the forge your career expo as the say it again rhino
2: Communiversity.
1: university come university It's like communication, right? And then university, but it's not the uni... Yeah. Whatever, it continues to educate and prepare students for high-paying uh, career opportunities. And then on Thursday, you've got the Gallo Show with guest host Lucian Smith. He will be at the Mississippi Coliseum for MEC's annual hop dob event um, that will be happening Thursday. You'll hear from candidates running for statewide office, plus business leaders and more. So come join and celebrate the 75th year of MEC hobnob to register go to MEC.MS talking about some of the most haunted places in Mississippi there's a great article over on the Good Things Facebook group that visit put out you can go to either place to get it if you'd like to to find out the creepy crossing at Stucky's Bridge in Meridian Keith the Meridian said he's been many times used to drive across the bridge in an old Jeep he even floated, it, floated the river underneath it he said now it's closed but it is still uh, still standing. So I'm going to assume that um, there would be still folks out there kind of enjoying. I would say enjoying enjoying is a relative term experiencing that during those those creepier times. Just a few more for you. You can catch all the lists over on the Good Things Facebook group, but we've had the McRaven here on Good Things before. That's in Vicksburg, and it's called the McRaven House, and it has been called the most haunted house in Mississippi. In fact, it's been featured, Travel Channel, all different places have come down and done um, stories on it before. It dates back to 1797, so it's been here for a hot second, and it was used as a field hospital during the civil war creepy number one number one give you a lot of stories there in the following years it saw its share of mysterious occupants scandalous behavior tragic deaths visitors to the mcraven house have reported full-body apparitions what does that mean is that ghost
2: yeah do you have uh, different terminology for different amounts of ghosts you see so sometimes you see uh an arm holding a lantern. Stop. And then you just see the arm and the lantern Mm-mm. or just a floating head or skull. I'd
1: rather see the arm.
2: Or you have that. the half body apparition, Ooh. which is like from the waist up. Or the even rarer one where you just see legs. And then you have the full body where it's like the movie Ghost. He's just there. No. In full.
1: Not me. I'm not there. I won't see it. Disembodied voices creepy. Because that's when you think your mind's playing on you. I mean, you really think your eyes are playing on you. But then you're like, No, I saw that. Like I can't unsee what I saw. But hearing, you really can talk yourself in and out of of things. Like a creek can be, you know, a voice, or you can turn a voice into a creek. Like you can you can take sounds and just really go wild with them in your head. Is that
2: a cat having a bowel movement or a woman screaming? (laughs)
1: Right, like you, you can talk yourself in whatever direction you want to, but I guess if you see something, it's it's harder to just completely talk yourself out of out of that, but visitors to McRaven have reported all of these things, other spooky phenomena. The home is open for candlelight tours on the weekends during this time of year, and you can even have private ghost investigations for groups. They have really sort of capitalized on this. That is one thing I would say, and I don't know, maybe I've missed it, if there's not... like like a movie made after that, I think that would be a very interesting twist. And I don't know if I'd want it to be a horror movie as much as a suspense thriller, which we have talked about here on Good Things. There's two different, two different th- things.
2: Oh, yeah. But you could take... The slow burn or the jump scare.
1: Right. Like you could take the history behind the McRaven house just with being the field hospital and sort of all that and really create... Or gather, I guess, probably enough history from stories of relationships, or just who showed up, what was going on back at there. Ho- I mean, all these make like a real, you know, sort of movie that out of what all went on there, without it having to be like just the creepy house in Mississippi. I don't
2: know why I'm picturing the guys from Shaun of the Dead doing
1: it. Who's that?
2: Uh, it's two British guys. They did several movies. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz.
1: I'm thinking like. It would
2: be more funny than it would be scary.
1: Oh. No, I'm thinking like The Patriot with Noel Gibson. (laughs) If
2: you've never seen Shaun of the Dead, this is the season for you to check out that movie.
1: That would be it's a zombie able, movie. My completely different direction. But since you brought up movies, we're still having fun over on the Good Things Facebook group. We have a fun question today. Uh, speaking of fictional characters, is there a role that you would have liked to have auditioned for, or you could just say played, right? Like a fictional, but you also feel like you need to semi. Either it needs to be your alter ego, but you kind of need to fit the bill for it. Like it can't. It, it really needs. Like to answer the question, it's more like who would you have been a good you know um step in for in terms of fictional carry not necessarily look like the person who played it just more or less like personality attitude could have done that role well
2: well i mean i'm a rather rotund guy and the guy i picked is a rather rotund character and it's in honor of one piece being 24 years old today wow the anime yeah
1: and they've been making new s- stuff for new 24 episodes
2: years? for 24 years
1: That is why... But I
2: picked the character Lucky Roo. So who's that? He's a member of Red Hair Shanks' crew. Mm
1: -hmm. He's
2: a big guy, got a big jolly smile. He's always holding meat in one hand, and he's got a gun in the other. Gotcha. He's a pirate ready for action, and he's going to eat.
1: Larcroft. I don't know if that's her sound effects or not of kicking butt.
2: <laughs> she does like to flip around in tombs and stuff, and,
1: and not that I could physically do. And somehow any she of found that. dinosaurs. Yes, but I like the like that. I would have, I would, I would want to do like I would. That would be fun. Like I think her role would have been like a lot of fun to do with all the action and sort of the kick tail and take names and still think Wait, no not that part i don't want to do that in real life but give <laughs> back what's rightfully somebody else's that's been well we don't say America. any of jones
2: was stealing things this is true. She's doing the same thing
1: this is very very true so you let us know what's your fictional character that you would have liked to have auditioned for josie mentions katniss everdeen i'd have been terrible at that i can't shoot it like I mean I would have like I could do Larcroft, right? Like i am much better at swords than I would be at but, but I I know I wouldn't be good at archery, so I would have made a terrible Katniss. I mean, you know, just close your eyes and pull back and shoot. I mean that would've been that would've been how I'd have gotten through it. Tony says Michael Myers, of course. He didn't have any speaking, right? No. He I mean, so I wonder how Don't think. They, maybe
2: he's at a line or two in one of the newer ones, but yeah.
1: That's yeah. So I wonder for people like that who don't have lines and you don't see their face. Who else would fall into that? How do you, like how do you audition that? Or is it easier or is it multiple people? But you got to have like a walk and a gait. The same thing.
2: Yeah, you got to be imposing.
1: Yeah, you have to have the same sort of mannerisms.
2: Cuz the first thing I thought of was Darth Vader cuz the guy yeah. in the suit is not the voice you hear in the movie. And then I thought it To Kill a Mockingbird because that was, was, it Robert Duvall? Was that one of those early roles where he didn't speak? He just saved the day?
1: I want that one. No lines to remember. Just swoop in and, and save the day. Or
2: you've got the Sphinx from Gone in 60 Seconds. It's the guy that works at the morgue. And everybody thinks he's just silent, like he doesn't talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then at the very end of the movie, he says something really deep. And they all look at him like... You can talk.
1: Just sit back. Listen. Uh, Jess says Obi-Wan Kenobi. Would been um, who he would have liked to have um, auditioned to be that part. I think there's a lot of great roles that would be fun, would have been fun to play. Fictional characters, not necessarily biopics of anybody like real. I'm surprised nobody mentioned Marvel movies. I don't really have a Marvel. So well, many, but it, yeah. The
2: thing with Marvel movies is at least once in the movie, they're going to lose. They're going to get their butt whipped. So you don't really want to go through that, do
1: you? Well, Laura had some Bobos. Jackie Walter says the Lone Ranger. That would have been, I guess, a lot of fun. I feel like I feel like you dudes have like some more fun heroes to sort of choose than us. Wonder why? It's like Hollywood's not sexist or anything. Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> going down? I'm not going down that rabbit hole on a Friday. I will.
2: I will avoid making a Marvels joke.
1: I'm just go you know, make it. Come on, make it. Do
2: it. Then nobody's going to see it because it's a whole bunch of kick butt girl power.
1: Okay. I guess I wouldn't go see that either. <laughs> Fair enough. Barcroft it is. <laughs> Stick with us. We got more for you up next. Good Things. Don't forget you can find us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV are also streaming live over at supertalk.fm You can also find us from the Super Talk Mississippi app and of course you can always find us too on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station and I want to give a big shout out to Grady who is a big Good Things fan, listens every day when he's driving his afternoon and so I just want to say hi Grady from Howdy Howdy Hattie. We appreciate you listening and it makes our day to know it makes your day to two in to some good news. So I'm sorry we're talking about spooky things today, <laughs> but it can be fun to talk about that too that's going on at least this time of year around uh, Mississippi. Again, you can get the full list over at visitmississippi.org or over on the Good Things Facebook group.
2: Well, I was risking a freak out on your part because I dared to play the exorcist thing.
1: I, because we normally have Miss Tanya, but we we, we have given her time off to spend with her family. <laughs> <laughs> like that, <laughs> but she has taken some time off uh, and to spend with her with her family. But, yeah, I, you know, if you played it because I have seen um the i guess the original i don't know if i've seen it to its entirety i've probably seen bits and pieces of it obviously we weren't of age to go see it in the theater when it came out and i'm certainly not going to see the i'm not going to pay money to go see this uh the new one um if you have let us know i'd love to know what you what you thought of it 6018794395 in my like right now, in my mind, like the, that tune, Michael Myers, completely get it. I would know exactly what it is on any given day. If you played it, I bet I would know it, but I wouldn't be able to connect it until you told me. So, like right now, if you said, "Do you hear?" Yeah, that wouldn't have it wouldn't have come to mind, but now absolutely, ah, Stop it, <laughs> stop. For me, okay. So one thing that's different about Halloween movies that are it's not the same for any other. Well, that's not true. There's theme songs that you can hear, but they're creepy. Like lead-ins are more recognizable and they stick with you than like other shows or movies, except for like the really big blockbusters. Like uh, yeah, you Top have Gun. horror
2: movies and you've got the action movie slash comic book movie. Right. Where the the characters or the movie itself has a theme.
1: Right. And then you have, like, it's almost like an athlete who has their walk-on song or walk-out whatever. Um, but even then, I don't know those for different athletes, but I guess they've tagged themselves with Very
2: certain- few actually wind up becoming synonymous with the player.
1: Right. But the, but the horror music... The mel- I guess is it a melody, whatever you call it, like the sound? I mean, yeah, that could be considered a melody. Um, when you hear it, you just mind goes straight back to exactly where it is. And it's the creepiest. Like, without like listening to um, C. Mazar and his past guests on In a Mississippi Minute talking about how they were doing something else and said it missed a soundtrack. H- uh, horror films would not be nearly as scary if you took the music away other shows you can take the music away or movies and it would be less entertaining but the storyline would still be interesting right but with horror films without it it's almost weird it's almost now gotten kind of like creepy in a different sense not in the spooky creepy more in like the wait, what's imagine like alfred hitchcock
2: disconcerting
1: like the the shower scene with the With the knife, if you didn't add in the
2: The strings,
1: whatever, I mean, it would just, yeah, it's weird, but that was just a really different, a different kind of weird. I think
2: part of that is the majority of, especially horror themes, they feature groups of the orchestra that don't necessarily get featured all that often, and about half the time they're played in a non-normal way. Like for example, with with Psycho, with the shower scene, you don't often hear strings played that roughly, or with that much dissonance in the sound. So you you recognize the instrument, even if you don't know it off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's a violin, or that's a that's an oboe, or that. Even if you can't name the instrument, you know the sound.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And when it sounds similar but different, it's that unease that it gives you, and it lends well to a horror movie
1: i wonder if there are for those that make like at home horror films i don't say at home but i guess real indie can you find like music that got like running up running away is there already like the (laughs) copy and clip kind of like to lay out you know what i mean yeah
2: i mean there are There's royalty-free music that a lot of content creators and independent filmmakers use because they don't have to pay royalties to use the music. But it's like anything else. There's a certain quality that comes with free. Oh, absolutely. And you're never going to quite have the same punch or the same impact that you would with Halloween or Friday the 13th or The Exorcist or any of those where a highly skilled composer sat down for – a prolonged period of time and used all of their musical know-how and theory to craft a sound that you associate immediately with that genre or with that particular movie.
1: Do horror films have – I know they have soundtracks like they have music, but do they sell sound – like is there are there pop- popular soundtracks to horror films like you have popular soundtracks like, you know, Top Gun – um Friday night or it's not Friday night lights, but um, Varsity Blues comes to mind. There's others that come to mind that I've dazed and confused. Is probably is the best, best soundtrack of all time. That one. What's the ba- where they were the Band Aids? Um, Goldie Hawn's kid played in it. The girl, she was a groupie. She wore the almost l- famous. Yes, that was a good. <laughs> we got there. We were on a we were on a journey together, but we got there. Um... That was a good sound. So all of the like movies have great soundtracks. Force that would, Gump's
2: also a great soundtrack.
1: You would purchase and then you know enjoy. But do Halloween movies have the same? Like you don't hear of like Lady Gaga doing the theme song for. She would be great to do a theme song for. for I don't Halloween. think there may be. But it's different, isn't it?
2: Like a a handful of nineties or two thousands teeny bopper kind of horror movies that might have had a a pop soundtrack that was a collection of enough songs that would be interesting, but I think when you look at the majority of horror movies and the the songs that are associated with them, you could find them on compilation albums, like Halloween albums or CDs or cassettes, where the first track's going to be Halloween, the second track's going to be The Exorcist, the third track's going to be Friday the 13th, the fourth track's going to be something...
1: but that's where you're yeah. buying that for something other specific yeah to set the mood for a or halloween, halloween party or, something or like. to do for like a as a haunted um forest or whatever you want to talk about but that you know they also don't have um you know just lost lost my sense of thought anyway but halloween movies also don't have other things that other movies have i think is what i'm trying to say like they just don't have songs like they don't have like
2: yeah you don't have, have the, like, the needle songs. drop where it cuts to a scene and all of a sudden a song starts playing and you recognize the song and it influences how you feel about what you're seeing.
1: Mm-mm.
2: You don't really have that in, in horror and this movies. this
1: season, we really don't have like, Christmas is about the only season that's got albums, holiday For albums. For the most part, yeah. Like you don't have, <laughs> you're, you know, Cher's not putting out her, she would be a great one to put out a, a Halloween album. But I mean, you don't have like a fault, like, so, you know, that's just it's just when you think about it, there's things that are just associated with different um, and the Halloween movies are just different or the scarier. Maybe, should I say, are just geared a little bit different than other Hollywood um, films. And I'd be wrong. You may um, Debbie from Ocean Springs said she thinks the soundtrack to Shrek was great. I think there's a lot. And, you know, we, that was
2: the majority of my early CD because purchases. Because you've
1: got a variety.
2: Oh, yeah. you got a lot more than just the one or two hit songs off the mm-hmm. album. you got everybody's hit because everybody wanted to be on the soundtrack.
1: Well, and if you think about it, too, like the Trolls movies, the new Troll movie that's coming out. Or, too bad Tanya's not here. I don't know when it's coming out. I do think it's this weekend. But, like, it is also revamping NSYNC's whole comeback thing because they, they sung in one of the first. Mid-November. Right. So one of the first. Troll movies, and it's associated with like their comeback of them being able to come back on tour or create all this hype and um, all the things because they are doing the song to that particular movie. You just don't see that with the scary flicks. Like, nobody's like using that as a badge of honor. That should tell you something.
2: The only time you're ever going to hear a, a needle drop in a horror movie is if they're trying to set a time and place. Like, if you're having a a flashback in a Halloween movie to the seventies. You you might hear a song from the seventies playing in the background while they're driving up into the driveway or something. Just so you get a, a sense of time and place. But it's never gonna be the the true needle drop moment where it's a, a meat cute moment or the, the rising action or anything that's related to the narrative.
1: Aaron and Meridian said a good scary movie to watch is Silence of the Lambs won multiple Oscars. That was a creepy movie. Like, that was a good... I saw that one. I mean, I, I regret it, but, like, it wasn't scary in the mythical sense. But
2: that. there were decisions made that put you at unease, and you might not even have known it. Really? Yeah.
1: Like, the decision when he turned a corner and he's eating out of a man's skull? Like, that decision really gave me a lot of unrest. But stick with this. We got more for you coming up next. requested the theme music to it and this is the original one correct oh
2: yeah so how many are
1: there okay that's the is that the creepiest one i think that's the creepiest one
2: it's the creepiest to me the new one just sounds like a drone
1: that when he talks
2: no the the theme quote unquote for the new it
1: oh it, sound- it doesn't
2: have near as much character as this does
1: gotcha which one would be the closest to the book did you ever read the book i did it's weird. I did not. I just don't know if I could make it through it. Is this okay? So do scary. So I'm not, a am not a big reader. I, I would prefer I read things that are educational and the Bible. I'm not a big fictional reader. Let me put it that way. I read, <laughs> but I do like to watch movies of books. You all like to read. So I'm like Lord of the Rings, those type of things really into that. Um, does it re can when it's reading the same way? Do you go through the same, like especially like a horror book? Do you go through the same emotions when you're as if you're watching it?
2: It depends on. I think I'd close the book. Yeah, because I mean, it goes back to that conversation we were having the difference between horror and suspense. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to write horror,
1: like so, it's like the blood, the girt, like the um, right. the you, nasty stuff. It's
2: it's nearly impossible. To translate a slasher film's idea into the words on a page for a book, agreed. But you can take just about any suspense movie and ratchet it up in the book because you're only limited by your emotion or by your in- imagination. I'll get there eventually.
1: And that's the kind of thing where you don't put the book down; like you're right. just into it and you're going to it from sort of page to page. So was it like that, or is it just a stranger book?
2: Uh, the, the movies did a decent enough job, but it's, it's Stephen King. I mean, he's just a creepy author and there's a level of creepiness that you just can't put on the screen.
1: Um then i don't need to read it. It's thick too, isn't it? Eh, uh, I mean, thickish, yeah. For you or for me?
2: Just an average. Okay. I mean, it's not a war and peace or a toy story or a Tolstoy or anything.
1: Yeah, then it's probably really thick uh, for me. Okay, you were saying with science, Silence of the Lamb, yeah, that there, there was, was a- su- su- suspense. Why is that word so hard? Suspense built in, even if we didn't recognize it. What was that?
2: Yeah the uh, the actor that played Hannibal Lecter, Sir Anthony Hopkins, made a conscious decision to move. As little as humanly possible, including limiting the number of times he blinked while he was on screen. Because he was only on screen in that entire movie about 20 minutes. And especially when he was in the cell with Clarice on the other side of the glass, he doesn't move. He barely blinks. So you as
1: the watcher are anticipating it, it, whether you realize it or not. So you're just, just sitting,
2: subconsciously you're looking at somebody that it. you're being told they're crazy and creepy and it comes across even crazier because they're just standing there completely still fully focused, not blinking. It's unsettling.
1: There's a lot of things about that maybe unsettling. But yes, now that you say that. But it's also interesting how if they know they can add all of that into a movie to keep you on on the edge of your seat to kind of and I I. I don't dislike that. I would go to something that kept me engaged and creeped out, but not just to the point of they like, scared poopless. I am not trying to do that to myself. Jeff in says, do you guys, are you guys old enough? No. Go ahead and say no. <laughs> remember <laughs> the lead up to the song Thriller being released? You remember it. Do I? What year was that?
2: Uh, Thriller was what, 84? 485.
1: We would have been too. No,
2: but everybody knows Thriller. I
1: know Thriller. And
2: everybody knows the lead up to Thriller because like everybody mean? recognizes the voice even if they don't know the name. Vincent Price.
1: Okay, I was talking about Okay, I read I read it that he meant like the lead up, the excitement of Thriller, but you're Okay, so I misread it. So it is you're talking about the music part that leads into the actual, like, thriller part. Okay, that's, yes. Because that voice is
2: associated with classic horror.
1: Yes, it is. But then that whole thriller broke the, I guess, the ceiling, the meter on everything with it being the way it was. Folks were really creeped out about that at the time that it came out, right? Like, it was a big deal because it was something different. And a lot of work and effort went into it. It's still very, it's one of those sounds you hear and you go right back to, was Thriller ever in a movie?
2: Well, mm, off the top of my head, I can't think of any, but then again, I don't remember many Michael Jackson songs making it into movies besides Free Willy.
1: Huh, trivia I didn't know I needed. Alright, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. You got the Boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.